Totalis Jeffians. This week, Jeff. Hi, I'm Alsa, and with me is... Bailey, and we are ranking all the Jeffs from Jeff 1 to Jeff 35. This week, Jay Anus and Jay Enus. Janus, Janus and, and Genus. Genus. Uh, and then at the end, we'll be going over uh, a man. Uh, a mystery man. A mystery man. I'll tell you when we get there. All right. Yeah. Um, Jonas. Jonas, yeah. The third brother. The secret third. <laughs> um, first things first, the intelligent speech just happened, which I uh, actually accidentally got free tickets to. The what? The, the intelligent speech podcast. So what oh, okay, it is, it's a podcast. It's not, it's, it's, it's a podcast, it's for podcasters. Okay. So Totalis Rankium, so you think you can rule Persia, uh, Tsar Power. Um, the good podcasts. A lot of, yeah, and a lot of Rexypods this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were all on the panels. I got free tickets accidentally huh. because two days before it started, I tried buying it. But I tried buying it on a card I never used before, mm. so it just got declined, and it was late. So I just said, "You know what? I'll just figure it out tomorrow." And then the um, the email went owner oh. of the intelligent speech reached out to me and said, "Hey, like, what happened?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, I just like the payment method I used didn't work." Mm. And he was like, "Here, just we want more viewers than anything, really." So here, and I got you a ticket, and here's your thing. There we I go. was like, "Okay," emailed him back. Thank you. I feel bad because I was definitely gonna buy it, but it's fun. And um, so I listened to the Totalis Rankium speech on Didius Julianus. Do you remember him? That was the Name? man who bought the empire. Yes. So under Jeff three. Yes. Yeah. Now there's been some new Jeff lore added. Okay. In that. <laughs> Now, I would never. I would say we shouldn't go back and record and, 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 and on and re-give points for something that happened unless <laughs> it was big enough that it actually makes a difference on how we perceive that character. Okay. Now, in that story, I don't know if you remember, but Gregory and Jeff made the decision to sell the empire. Yes. To Didius Julianus, and then that was kind of it. Where. To where Jeff kind of went on his own thing, controlling the Praetorian Guard, mm-hmm. until Severus arrived, and then he got deposed. Yeah, yeah. From his position. Yeah, yeah. Well, Totalus Rankium added that Jeff was actually the man who was advising Didius Julianus that whole time. Oh! So he was the power <laughs> behind that throne that whole time. So he okay. wasn't just a Praetorian afterwards and just watched it all happen. He was actually taking part and being in charge of the government with Didius Julianus. You know what? I, I almost, I feel like uh, what we should do is, as much I realize that this probably won't be a very frequent thing at all. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> this is crazy for, like, that this happened. For like the couple little like correction-y yep. things we have. Namely, I think Jeff won. Um, <laughs> I know this. Maybe towards the end we'll have like a, uh, either like right before the ranking oh, thing, ooh. like a, oh, rapid fire, like go through them all. Like, do we agree? Yes. Was there a change? No. All right. Next. Was there a change? Yes. Oh, okay. Little like five minute discussion thing. Yep. I think it'd be a good idea. Yeah, no. And you know what we could do? Because Jeff 3's already into the, the knockout rounds. Mm-hmm. So we could just add this as a part of his story then. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Maybe something to help him get an edge later. 
Fair. Because okay, this that is, makes sense too. This is now. Oh canon. yeah, especially if he's if he's already in the knockout round. Yeah. It's not not right. Like if we didn't give it to him and then this came out and we'd be like, okay, now we're in a weird spot. Yeah, yeah. But I think now we can not give him any more points because I believe I do agree. He got fifteen for fighting, eighteen for idiom, and fourteen for successes, which mm-hmm. I agree with still for all of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think him being in charge of a really weak emperor changes anything yeah. maybe it's more just him... like being in charge of an empire yeah it's emperor. like well would, would it for his like opprobrium stupidium kind of thing mm-hmm. <laughs> idiom thing would it would that lead him to go to 19 or 20 but i don't yeah, think yeah. so i think 18 is a good score for that no fair fair yeah and he can't complain i believe he's still in third place <laughs> so yeah it's not like he can i believe it's jeff five jeff three jeff five jeff nine fair. in terms of the top three um yeah, okay. So I just wanted to let you know that there is a uh, new, 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 new Jeff floor. That's cool. I know, and there was only like 50 people in that thing to see it, too. <laughs> so, like, this is going to be a very niche, you know, you yeah, have to yeah. know, or you listen to this pure podcast. You need to know a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone ever asks you, hey, what did Jeff 3 do? You'd just be able to bang it out. Help Didius Julianus. There we go. Right? Done. Easy. Done. And then they'd be like, no, I meant your cousin, Jeff. Who, who the hell are you talking about? Who's Didius Julianus? <laughs> anyway. uh, could you pass me the bag? Yes. <laughs> that, is a, that is a yes. Drugs. Oh, drugs time. You think I can do this podcast sober? Are you fucking insane? Yeah, might as well. All of them? Just like that? Every single one. I don't know. If, I don't know. That's like, that's like 25 of them. You're just going for it. Okay. Well, we'll see if we make it through this episode, yeah? I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right and now we start speed with janice all right all right on a dark and grim day thunder everywhere lightning hitting in the grim darkness of the far future there yes. is only war exactly that was just a great analogy actually for how this whole decade oh cool and, and so centuries i can so do my my side episode on warhammer 40k <laughs> here is what you're saying yeah uh we're gonna have a little uh, annotation on the top left of your screen listeners love it uh, yeah so. you can click that and go to our warhammercus rankium man that would be an insane podcast there's so many characters in that is there more so characters many books? than there are the popes I think There's there are more like books in books, one series than there are popes. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> it's it's fucking crazy. On a dark and grim day in 424 AD, on the island of Sicily, a boy was born in the city of Syracuse to Jeff 12 and stuff. <laughs> You remember last week? Last time? Oh, n- we we said that we week. would we would call we would call uh, Jeff Twelve's wife stuff. Oh, and okay. we made the joke that we shouldn't call her stuffing. No. <laughs> so that you you've you spoke this into existence. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we're you're, we're dealing with the consequences yeah, now. No. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You know, here on the Totalis Jeffianus podcast, we have fun here, but we used to have us take a strong stance against <laughs> misogyny and bigotry of any sort. What we say and do on this podcast should not and will not be used in a court of law against us in the future. Do, do as we um, don't joke about not as we say and do, maybe. Yeah, I'm not a rapper. But I'm not a rapper. With the looming clouds of an ongoing storm, he was born with the most glorious beard you've ever seen in your life. 
Just an absolutely phenomenal beard. And this man Tickled coming will be out. known as Janice. Or Jeff the Thin. Alright. Well, yeah, his brother is known as Jeff the Bearded, even though... Oh, okay. It's just history, so it's, it's just got it mixed up. Uh, it so his brother has no beard, and... This Jeff's relatively thicker. I, know, I get Obama so, and Trump confused all the yeah, time yeah, in my exactly. head. Just they're right beside each other. Jeff would have a normal childhood. Uh, Jeff 12 was a semi-wealthy man at real, this time. Real quick, what is normal childhood? Because we have had several Jeffs join the army at like 6. Oh, 12. Well, like, childhood meaning between the age of like... What, 0 and 3.5? Zero, zero and like 14. Okay, okay. Yeah. So what, he was only, like, mildly abused in the Roman <laughs> church or whatever? Yeah, well, no. At this stage, you know, they were semi-wealthy. So Jeff's family, Jeff, like, uh, Jeff 12, he was able to still provide for them. Mm-hmm. They lived in relative comfort in okay, the state okay. next to, the, to Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like, uh, well, like, not, no, sorry, in Sicily, sorry. They're in Sicily right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Sicily at this time, not much going on. Fair. Not much I, going on. Part of me wants to say, has Sicily been mentioned no. in our podcast? No, it hasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind <laughs> like, of a, kind of a, what is it, Sweden? <laughs> yeah, it was mentioned last episode, but Switzerland? not Sweden, uh, Sicily. No, no, what's what's the neutral one in World War II? Oh, Switzerland. Switzerland, that's yeah, it. Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sicily will come into this story a little bit more. It was in last episode. You okay. clearly don't remember, but nope. it'll probably come back to you. <laughs> well, yeah, well, hey, hey. No promises. <laughs> that was two, three weeks ago? Yeah, it was. It was quite a while ago. Yeah. Hey. Um, three years later, so in 427, mm-hmm. Jeff would have a brother. All right. His brother would be born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genus, or ah, Jeff the yes. Bearded. Intriguing, um, intriguing. Yeah. And he uh, just fucking water-slided right With out. these characters, again, no width. there's no really good time for me to show you the pictures. So, so just, just let me know when you want to see okay, what, okay. preferably what Janice looks like. like okay. If you want to wait till the end of Janice, we can show you both then. But yeah. just tell me when you want to see Damn, it. Damn, okay. <laughs> I'll play in favorites. <laughs> Around 300 and... 300. 432. <laughs> uh, Janice would be unimpressed with the news his father gave him. Okay. Yeah, he's sitting there stroking his beard, you know. How old is he at this time? Nine. Okay. Yeah. He's not not very happy with what's going on right now. See, the empire is, it's it's this, collapsing, and I, I I'm not very happy. See, the, this is what the they mean when they say we need manly men again. Exactly. If you don't have a beard by nine, can you call yourself? He was born with a beard. Masculine. About, <laughs> yeah, can you call? Yourself? Yeah, but even even among them, he is uh, he's obviously a special case. But like, come on, when you're yeah. nine, we expect full beard strength. <laughs> See, well, why he was unimpressed was because he. His father told him and his little brother and his wife stuff that they were he was going to be heading alone to Rome ah. to deal with the political field that was growing there, right? Between Ricimer and, and Atheus and, and, and Themius. Are you going to send a nine-year-old kid? No, no, no. This is Jeff. Oh, no. Jeff 12. Right? I, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Janice is, is still... It's, uh, because Jeff 12's in this episode quite a bit still, because he didn't do much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to try to call Janice Janice the whole time. And gotcha. when I'm referring to Jeff, it'll more than likely be Jeff 12. Jeff 12. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, now, Jeff wouldn't have really understood why his father was going, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but he might have heard how great... Uh, he also might have heard how great the... Uh, 
Jeffianus family fathers have been, so he was probably afraid that he was never going to see his father again. Like, ah, <laughs> I see. Going to Rome. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I bet I'm... you are. <laughs> He's just going to go buy a cigarette. In Rome. <laughs> oh, I, I forget the specifics of it, but apparently that's like, um, there's like a level of like a code word behind like going to buy cigarettes or buy yeah, milk. Yeah, out in your family. No, no, no. But one of them, one of them is like, if I recall, I think one of them was like, just leaving. The other one was like, um, having an affair. Oh, going out for milk and going out for a cigarette. I, I, I believe that's it. It's some, it's something like that. I'm not remembering it perfectly, but I, I heard it on a podcast, so it must be true. (laughs) It must be true. Um, that's right. I hope, I fucking hope so. Otherwise (laughs) our whole shit crumbles. Um, we oh, also, if you could speak a little back. Oh, like because it's it's like <laughs> yeah, a it's like a yeah okay no probably a bit wider but yeah. Now we don't hear anything about Janice until three forty, mm. which sounds like a long time. Four forty, four forty. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, keep yeah. doing that. For that's this fine, whole that's century. Fine. Um, I did write three forty, which is why I messed oh. up there. <laughs> that one's yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that one's on past you, not present you. Yeah, at this stage, Jeff was around sixteen years old. Oh, sorry, Janice was about 16 years yeah, old. Yeah. And Janice was around 13 years old. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, when they were called back to live with their father in Rome. Because the Vandals were coming. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they were going on tour around Corsica, Sardinia, and Sicily. That's the islands. And, um... Mom, I don't know if you remember, but Jeff... 12 had like vandal posters yeah posters yeah, in yeah. big fan so he knows but he also knows how rowdy those parties can get he didn't want his children to be true, involved in that true doesn't want them getting into the cat scene too exactly early. but what if they had k-holes in rome k-holes i don't know <laughs> they probably like, had some sort of hole it's probably. like you get like memory holes from doing ketamine i don't know if they did ketamine back then because uh, they were fucking nerds yeah <laughs> they had horses <laughs> what's the excuse <laughs> um now, Jeff 12 was fully beginning his rich era, so he was able to pay for an entire litter to mm. pick up his family. Like, I'm talking about the people carrying the thing. You're sitting inside while a bunch of people carry you all the way to Rome. That's cool. It is cool. It would have been like, it would have probably been an all right time for a 13-year-old but who probably, and a 16-year-old who probably just wanted to like, you know. And it wasn't slaves? Uh, apparently not. No. Okay, okay. No, but we also know. But I, I was going to say, wasn't Jeff Twelve? We like, did. Yeah, he, we both did talk about how Jeff Twelve. He like renounced his uh, anti-slavery stances. <laughs> I think he would count it as indentured servitude. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's like he's the fucking like Irish American or whatever, and like that, it can be cool, but like trying to like claim that they also have like they were under slavery and whatnot, and yeah, yeah. It's like okay. Sure, I get it. It sucked. It wasn't fucking chattel slavery. It wasn't now, slavery. <laughs> there, there was, there was a degree at the very founding of America, like towards the very beginning, where like, yeah, there were like black and white slaves. But eventually, basically, racism was invented to grease the wheels <laughs> of capitalism because the owner class realized that the like slaves they owned uh, were getting too powerful. So to divide them, they went, "What if we just..." Did racism. Good. Literally. Uh, yeah. Like, it's fucking crazy. 
one day when we do our like Pax Americas podcast, it's that book right there is gonna be fucking somehow more murdered than it currently is <laughs> with like highlights and notes on it. Yeah, yeah. But for now, I just need to fucking finish it. It's really good though. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. People's Later. History of the United States by Howard Zinn, just so for everyone who was wondering what I was referencing. <laughs> Everyone's sitting there like, oh, what are they talking Very about? Good. I fuck, I hate it when uh, podcasts or whatever do that are just like, yeah, no, that's like a really cool book. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. No, I, anyway. <laughs> um, around 4.42, the boys would arrive with their mother. PM. Uh, PM <laughs> would arrive because we're near the end. <laughs> would, uh, <laughs> would um arrive in Rome, but the boys probably going through their rebellious phase. Two years has passed since they They're left Sicily. Fifteen, seventeen. Yeah. Um. They decided to join the army. Well, that's. <laughs> Is that being a rebellious? I think it'd be rebellious I, to do what Jeff Twelve did and just not fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 probably a little more like lock fucking step to. Well, go, I'm gonna join. Fuck you, mom. I'm gonna go join the army. No, well, it wasn't fuck you, mom. It was fuck you, dad. Oh, sorry. Because they received an angry letter from their father at this time asking, why the <laughs> hell did you guys join the army now? <laughs> it is the worst time in Roman history to join the army. The Romans are just losing at everything. <laughs> Attila's currently in the east. Why aren't you home, uh, Dad? <laughs> a lot of us have questions we don't want to answer. <laughs> now, but like, being 15, 17, the boys were itching for fights. They just wanted to fight, you know? Sure, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I remember when I was 15 to 17, all I wanted to do was see blood. That's the Roman, that's the Roman way. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Now... They knew that they pro- they had the ability to turn Rome's misfortunes around. You know, and <laughs> them alone. New, that, yeah, the, the, the new golden age, dynamic duo, <laughs> <laughs> mermaid man and barnacle boy. <laughs> you know, fun fact uh, about me: I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob as no. a kid, so I've like seen. None I'm glad of you it. know who Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are. Yeah, because <laughs> it's such a like massive thing in like the cultural zeitgeist. It's like impossible to avoid. But like, I never watched SpongeBob. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No fair. It was good. It's good. That's fair. It's I fine. believe we'll it. watch it. We'll do SpongeBob ranking him. Yeah, yeah. Spongicus <laughs> Rankicus. <laughs> yeah, and we'll uh, we'll just rank every episode. Oh, I've seen the, I've seen the movie. I remember it With had David a, it had a banger song. <laughs> Walking on the beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good. Janus was stationed with Aetius's army. Is that a good thing? Uh, well, it depends. If you want to get points in this round, perhaps it is. But, like, Aetius was, like, a cool, good general, Yeah, right? he was a cool, good general. Yeah, like yeah, Attila, yeah. remember? Uh, ah. Yeah. Now... Beat Attila um, is maybe strong words for what he did, if I recall. <laughs> he beat Attila in a skirmish. Yeah, yeah. He did almost make Attila kill I himself. say a skirmish. There was still thousands of men in this battle, like oh. tens of thousands of men. Oh but it he... was a mi- relatively minor battle in the grand scheme of things. Oh, I'm not going to be able to find this, am I? No. But um, in one of the manga uh, I recently read or right. caught up on um, called Soso no Freedom, um, there's a scene, and this is light spoilers for Soso no Free Run, but it's in the first or second arc. Um, there's a scene where the whole concept, I'll try and be quick about this, no is uh, one of the, the demons that they're fighting 
has a, a weapon, like a magical weapon that is um, scales that weigh the user's and the opponent's mana energy. Right. And whoever uh, whoever has more basically gets to impose their will upon the other. Right. And basically this demon's been around for hundreds if not thousands <laughs> of years and has a fuck ton of mana energy because she's just been cultivating it. Right. So she basically uses it to like uh, control people. And then up against Free Ren, uh, control people like for her army and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Up against Free Ren, um, she... Uh, a free rent importantly is an elf who's all who's lived a very long time. Right. Like okay. it's it's like abstract, and the people she knew are like characters of myth from when she was like still an adult. I the age isn't stated or anything, and I think it's better that way. But yeah. Besides the point, um, up against free rent, magic users can kind of gauge each other's mana energy, and she goes to levels. use the yeah literally, yeah. and she goes to use the scale. And then she notices it tips, it starts to tip in Free Run's favor, despite the fact she can clearly see that she is exuding more mana energy than Free Run. Uh. It is then revealed that for the thousands of years that Free Run has been a like mage, she has been the entire time focusing on controlling and uh, hiding her mana energy solely to kill demons. Because she fucking hates them that much. And so it starts to tip in uh, her favor. <laughs> and no joke, in the manga, once she ends up winning with the scales so she can impose her will on the demon, all she says to this demon, kill yourself. Oh. She pulls a full fucking... <laughs> uh, low, low tier god on her. And it's did, like, did, did she? Yeah, it oh, just works. Yeah, and it's like, ooh, it's it. It was fucking insane. Sounds insane. But anyway, that's what Aetius uh, tried to do to Attila. But neither of them died right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. They they had tied mana energy. Aetius, the whole no. See, Attila was looking at his scale where it was like this. And yeah, Aetius yeah. was looking at the scale, like, and then all of a sudden the scale went like this. And but that little, that little boom was enough for Aetius That was to the win. moment they clashed. <laughs> and Attila went, Ooh! And then Attila tried to kill himself. Yeah, And then yeah, all yeah. his advisors were like, No, no, I promise you it's not that No, no, deal. no, it's fine, it's fine. Lose the battle, win the war, sir. Yeah. Anyway, that but, tangent. <laughs> so Janus was stationed with Aetius, which means... So Janus and Genus, I should say. Mm. So we have to assume that Jeff was in some of these battles. Against the Allens, the Swaby, the Burgundians, the Goths, and the Franks. Jeff Janus? Both of them. Oh, we okay. have to assume, since they were in the army with Aetius at <laughs> Jeff, this time... Jeff, plural? <laughs> both Jeffs. Okay. Yeah. Um, that they took part in some of those battles. But we have no evidence to say that, and we have no information on it. More just they were part of the army, they so it probably, follows by implication. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were at least there. Not sure if they'll get full points for all that, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, the Alan Wakes? And the Alan Wakes, yeah. I'm fine. Go. Um, everything would slowly happen over the next decade. Mm. Quite a bit would happen. Okay. Uh, we think Janus would have taken part in the battle with Attila. We're in the 440s or 450s? We are in the 450s, I 50s, believe. Okay. 
or four. No, we're no, we're in the four forties, four fifties. Okay, okay. So like cusp. Yeah, the yeah, time, yeah, right. Gotcha, gotcha. I, yeah. Um. And uh, so we could also argue theoretically, since Jeff was probably part of the army when the ATS beat Attila, that ja- Janus also beat Attila. But we have no evidence that he was in the battle, and we have we actually have evidence that his father was in the battle, mm. but not not him. Okay, so but, it's more but, like we can have a strong assumption that he was there. Yeah, right. But again, I don't know how much like we're gonna give for just broad strokes, probabilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No fair. <laughs> um, it's it's more likely than not, though, right? Yeah. Okay. But uh, Jeff would leave the army. Not too long after that, when he heard that Atheus was killed by Valentinian. Because uh, he was a big fan of Atheus. And sorry, when you're referring to Jeff. Janus. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, I wrote down Jeff for all of these, or like half of them say Janus, half of them say Jeff. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, no, but it's because I decided halfway through the research that uh, I was going to call him Janus. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> God, I got hiccups now. Oh, no. Um, within a year of settling into Rome... Janus married a woman, and about nine months later, Jeff, 13, was born. Oh, lightning. Yeah, lightning struck the house at that. Oh. Because they knew... Well, they wondered, because, like, as the lightning hit the top of the roof, they went And, of course, by lightning, we mean a pink-haired character from Final Fantasy XIV, who's, like, basically a ripoff of Cloud. Anyway. Yeah, and um, that character was standing on the roof, and she was repeating the same thing again and again. Jeff 13, the last Westerner. <laughs> Jeff 13, the last Westerner. Don't you mean Clint Eastwood? And everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? What, who is this lady? What, why, why do you look like that? <laughs> so after a weird afternoon, uh, Jeff then went, Janice went and, you know, spent some time with his little infant child. Uh, word came in at this time that, uh, the Vandals were coming to say hello to Rome. Uh. <laughs> uh, Is so, this the one there was the painting of last time? Yes. Okay. So uh, Janus and his young family would head to the Jeffianus estate, meeting with his father at this time. Now, Jeff would wait outside for the next few years. Oh. Didn't really do much. Just sat at the, the little thing, raised his child with his wife. His brother would come by every once in a while. Um... By the way, if you think if you think this is brief, wait till we get to his brother. Oh, don't you? I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> um, Jeff would watch over the next few. So Janice would watch over the Janice next few would years watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as his father's political allies would fall. Uh, Patronus, bit of a poison poison apple. Yeah, Patronus murdered. Uh, Majorian murdered. Divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, beheaded survived. survived. Yeah. Did I, make, uh, I feel like I made that joke last time, but yeah, anyway. It's fine. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> um, and yeah, then Nepotine... Good to know I'm still funny. <laughs> 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 okay, anyway. And uh, Nepotianus, who I didn't really mention too much last week. I did a little bit briefly, uh, but he retired. Ah. So... Survived. Yeah, survived. <laughs> um... Now, the walls seem to be closing in on Janus and his family, though. Uh, it just feel, it felt like to Janus that all of his father's political allies were falling and dying, and that the enemy Rickamer was winning. Aw, right? shucks. Um, that was until 467. 
mm. when his father approached him with news that his friend Anthemius was now the Roman emperor. They, Leo in is the that East, way? Is that way Jeff 13 is the last uh, Westerner? Because after that, they have they, them emperors. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how'd you know? Yo! Um, I pick up from the context clues. <laughs> deep grasp of the history. You read in between the lines. To, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so Anthemius being placed on the throne, especially by Leo in the West, in the East, because mm-hmm. Leo is the emperor in the uh, East right now. And we'll get more into Leo in two episodes' time, mm. uh, because then we're going to be going back and we're going to be spending a lot of time in the East. Just to, to recapture what's happened since yeah. the last... Jeff, I think last time we were in the West... Sorry, in the East was uh, Jeff 10. Oh, yeah. And and the last time we were, did, saw anything cool in the in the East was Jeff 9. <laughs> so we're definitely going to have... Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe anime's been invented. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Never know. Well, the East is a crazy place. True. Um, now, this was a political win for Jeff 12. But it was a very dangerous game because Rickmer was going to retaliate, right? He couldn't just let Anthemius take over and do nothing about it. Mm. So they, they started heading to Ravenna, uh, oh. the family. And if you can do it in like a couple sentences, Rickmer's policy or whatever he's trying to do versus... They themius. Anthemius is part of the pro expansion faction. Okay. Where Rickamer is part of the let's stay in Italy, consolidate what we have, so that we don't lose everything. The smart one. Okay. Yeah. And Anthemius and everyone else is like, no, we need to get Africa back, get Gaul back, kick out the Swaby in Spain. You know. He's the nationalist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Jeff twelve is a big nationalist as well. Fair enough. Which obviously seeps into his children. Yeah. 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 Um. Now, on the way to Ravenna, um, ja- Janus, Genus, and um, Janus's family uh, left, and Jeff Twelve was on his farm mm. in four sixty seven. Yeah, um, and then so Jeff would receive a me- a letter, a message, a text message at this time from yeah, Anthemius. Yeah. A text slate. Yeah, a slate message. Your father is dead. Uh, oh, in like the been, coolest way yeah, possible. He had been assassinated in the coolest way possible. It was like 14 pages of description. <laughs> the cows began to circle your father as wreaths of flame began. <laughs> Janice and Genus are just pale face reading it. This is the best book I've <laughs> ever read. This is so cool. Dad, I didn't think you had it in you. <laughs> you were so lame up until this point. I guess you didn't. It's someone else who did this to you, but yeah. still. Um... And all of Janice's now inherited property was seized by Rickamer. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. But Janice had already made a name for himself and was already surviving off his own money okay. at this stage. Um, sadly, Talk about a pipe dream, am I right? Oh, hey. <laughs> um, sadly, our sources dry up at this time again, and we don't see Janice until 473, which is now the farthest we've gone. Oh, uh, do we just skip over 469? We do skip over four six. Wow, this fuck this chap not getting into the rounds. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Um, Jeff thirteen though is alive right now, so we will come back okay. no matter what. We'll come back on on. All four, right, looking forward four, to six, it. Four six nine. Um, now, although the family took a bit of a hit, 
they still felt a lot more comfortable because Anthemius was on the throne. That was until a year earlier, when Anthemius was killed by Ricimer. A year earlier? A year earlier. From oh, they we just like didn't realize. Well, yeah, no, well, like, yeah, catching back up with the family. Oh, okay. they were like, this is the next time we see them. They feel uh... comfortable. That was until a year previously when Anthemius was murdered by Ricimer. Yet another emperor, Ricimer, is killed. Well, one day he'll get it. <laughs> um, and Ricimer put a man named Olibrius on the floor, on the floor, on the on the on throne, the f- <laughs> into the dirt. <laughs> now, technically speaking, Olibrius was a good had a good claim to the throne. Okay. Yeah, he was married to Placidia, who is Valentinian III's daughter. Okay. Yes. Okay, like a real... Like, yeah, so this is... She is a link to the Theodosian dynasty that has that has disappeared. Gotcha. Right? And, um... Placidia was actually taken in 455 by the Vandals when they sacked Rome. Uh, her husband, Olibrius, was in Constantinople at the time, so he couldn't really do anything about it. Mm. Uh, and now, there is a lot of political intrigue on what happened in this one moment between Anthemius, Olibrius, and Ricimer. Uh, some say that Leo had enough of Anthemius and sent Olibrius over to take over for him. Um, don't know why he'd do that. Anthemius was his man through and through. He would tell Anthemius what to do, and he would do it. There's no reason Leo would want to get rid of Anthemius, in my opinion. Fair. Some say that Ricimer politically outdid Leo and Anthemius and put Olibrius on the throne, which I'm more willing to believe. Mm-hmm. And then some say that Olibrius was supposed to be headed to the Vandals to get his wife. But on the way, Rickmer picked them up, said, hey, here, blah, 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 you want to be emperor? No, hey. here, how about you be emperor? I kill you. Bros before hoes. That's what Olibrius' motto was. There we go. Um, whatever the case, Anthemius was besieged by Rickmer and Olibrius before eventually being betrayed. Olibrius was placed on the throne, and Themius is dead. The last supporter of Jeff and Janus and Janus was dead. Well, damn. Yeah. Now, Jeff began to flee up north for sure. Like, they were already heading towards Ravenna. Now they're running towards Ravenna. Going up towards North Ambria with Reen and uh, the rest of Class 7. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But it was on the way that Reen got a message and Ah. passed it over to Janus. Ah, yes. Who said, Rickamer was dead. Ah, shit. Natural oh, causes, no, wait, surprisingly. <laughs> now, I will say, real natural causes? Yeah. Or... Nope, he had, like, a stroke. Oh! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he... he Damn. Natural cause... Out of everyone at this time you'd expect to die of natural causes, I would not pick Rickamer. Yeah, that feels like... Because he's been with us for a little bit now. Like, what, the only other, like... Like, there's obviously been, like, relevant natural causes death, but, like... Far before their time was like what the guy who got so angry he had like Valentinian, a heart attack. Yeah, the original yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a he had a blue, he burst a blood vessel. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking like aorta majoria <laughs> or whatever. I haven't taken biology since fucking oh god seven years ago. <laughs> Ew, I feel old. Hey, I have a, I have a new coworker who started working with me. Yeah, eighteen yeah. years old. Nah, yeah. Uh, dude was at the end of grade eight when COVID happened. Dude was 14, 13, 13, 13, about to turn 14 when COVID happened. If you think that COVID started in November of 2019, yeah, which it did, that's how old he was. He was, he was about to turn 14. 
going into grade nine. I hate that. Isn't that crazy? Ugh, that sucks. <laughs> it makes me feel old. <laughs> I was still in my twenties when the COVID started. The, oh god. <laughs> the thing is, like, when I saw actually on Twitter the other day, someone posted like, "Oh man, I'm looking. You know, I may be." 23 but i'm gonna go see the fnaf movie uh because the five nights of freddy movie because like i you know i love those games when i was a kid and i was like what how old are they They're like 10 years old and i was like this post shouldn't make me feel old because the person in question is the same age as me <laughs> but i read it and i'm like i feel i was like crumbling to <laughs> dust i'm like what the fuck no thanos is snapping it like started in like 2013 or 14 or something yeah. no, and i'm like insane. whoa Ooh. Time is really going, isn't it? Fucking MatPat's <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> Who? MatPat. Is he? Game Theory. Yeah. yeah, weird. And he fucking... I saw his clip. He's... Sp- hey, spoil- hey, major spoilers for Five Nights at Freddy's movie. He says the line. Does he? He says the <laughs> goddamn line. And it's... It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, well, it it fucking it sucks, but like in such an incredible way. <laughs> it's just ah uh, wow. I was like, <laughs> Mad Lad did it. That's what it was all. That's mini, what it was all lad? for. Yeah, sorry. Mini Lad. Mini Lad. You know him? Don't know. Okay, him. it's fine. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh wow. No, that's good. Yeah, cause like I I forget exactly what it was, but it's just, he's he hits the. But that's just a theory, and it's. <laughs> Made my day. No, that is good. Never going to see that movie. Anyway. Never? No. I don't <laughs> care. Um, now, be, like, he, Jeff at this, Janice at this point had made enough connections that he was able to get his son a position. Jeff 13. Jeff 13. Okay. And he got him into the bodyguard of the Roman emperor, Alibrius. The, isn't that, like, the royal guard? The royal guard. Okay, okay. So now, uh, Jeff 13 is in the royal guard under Alibrius. I feel like he, Jeff 13 is now living a better life than Janus. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, that's, cause that's what he wanted. He wanted his son to be away from this, this yeah, yeah. war and, and all the things, so might as well get him in the most warlike, you know, the emperor's guard at this time are very much just a military force. But Oh, um, like it's no longer the super <laughs> no, cushy... No, it's like, it's hard to be cushy when there's everything falling apart. That's fair, um, that's fair. Well, the only job of... The bodyguard was to keep Alibrius alive, right? This was clearly a, a, an attempt from from Janus to mend the rift. Now that Rickermer was dead, mm-hmm. right? To mend the rift between the factions, because Janus, being the son of the main leader of it, kind of took over the movement, right? Um, Alibrius was nervous. Big Poppy Rickermer's gone. I'm a puppet. I need another puppet master. Mm. Who to go after? Rickamer has a nephew. He's a sub. Yeah, he is a sub. <laughs> Alibrius is a sub. There's one thing about Alibrius that he is a sub. Um, well, Rickamer's nephew was a man named Gunderbad. That's a top name. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, Gunderbad sounds fake. <laughs> well, you have to remember, Rickamer comes from a... Wait, sorry. Actually, I just saw... I, I heard Gunderbad. Gundobad. His name is fucking Gun-do-bad fire <laughs> for real so that's, gun that's, gun do bad that's fake that, <laughs> I, oh, fuck off <laughs> okay anyway <laughs> so the not villain gun do bad 
took over the power behind the throne. Yeah, no. So Gundabad and Janus would talk, and they realized that maybe they should put the faction feud aside. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at this timer that's counting down in the sky, for some reason it says we only have three years. What does that even mean? Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Three years for what? Yeah, what's a year? Right? Yeah, what's a year? Huh? What are, what are those numbers? Yeah, why, why is it all curly? <laughs> why think... is this getting so meta? <laughs> <laughs> and then Gundobad and Janus look at the camera and wink, and then they look back up at the sky. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Man, that's, that's the fucking the scene from Evil Within 2. Hi, back to more video games. Um, where they're, they're, they're like, oh, no, you should come with me. Uh, you shouldn't stay inside. Uh, they're talking to each other. And then, like, like, and then uh, it's like, but if I go outside, there's evil out there. And then they both look at the camera and go, but there's evil within, too. <laughs> and then look back at each other and just continue their conversation. Uh, Shinji Mikami, my love, my darling. Anyway. No, that's good. Um, all right. Yeah. So Gundubad's Gundubad, not evil plot. Yeah. His not evil plot was to put the differences aside. Jeff wanted to secure the life for his family and get his son into the royal cart. Malicious. Court. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so like being in the guard, it would help if he like, you know, if you're keeping the emperor alive, you're you're gonna be pretty good, you know? So, um, in November of that same year, Librius died of dropsy. <laughs> what the fuck is dropsy? Remember dropsy? We'll no. go to an episode over it. It's, okay. It's, yeah, okay. it's things drooping. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go through. We'll, we'll have a, a special episode on all the fun diseases at this time. Cool. Yeah. Now, the head of the guard, a man named Glycerius, okay. was elevated to the emperorship by Gundobad. That's cool. Yeah. And So Gundobad nominated Glycoma. Yeah. So Glycoma is now in charge of the Roman Empire. What's funnier? Right, and he glycerin or glycoma? Glycerin, glycerius, glycoma, glycerius. Which one sounds more similar? I think glycerin sounds more. All right. Yeah. So now, uh, in four, say that same year, everyone heard the Gothic king Uric. We praise a Gothic king. Yep, was invading Italy. Cool. Nice. Very nice. Whoa, that holy high Christian bail. How was American <laughs> psycho? Oh, fuck. So, nice. um, uh, what, what, what were we calling Glycerius? Uh, it's just Glycerius. <laughs> Glycerin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he decided to send an army up under Gundabad to deal with Yurik. Mm. Right? Now, Janus and Genus, they, they met up at this time because they were, they were in the same city, but they're, they're, they met up together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they decided, you know, we have to go back into the army. We need every man to stop this invasion of Italy. Mm. And so... The fucking nationalism runs deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> See, everyone knew that this army was pretty much the last Roman army in the West. Mm. If this army failed, that's it. The West will fall. <laughs> what did the fucking doomsday clock count down again? There. <laughs> um, no, it was at three years, and then Janus and Genus look at each other and like we need to do something, and then it ticks down to like four days. Yeah. <laughs> In November, on November seventeenth of four seventy three, Leo elevated his six year old son Leo II to be emperor in the East alongside him. That is just a placement of time. Um, 
Leo two, his guardian, because uh, Leo two is the grandson of Leo. Okay. Um, and so Leo's adoptive son or son-in-law, gotcha. Zeno, or a man named Terrasiscadisca Rosenblatidites. Anyway, moving past that. Yeah. So Terrasiscadisca Rosenblatidites was yeah, super the father of is father <laughs> of Leo two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but the but Terrasiscadisca Rosenblatidites is the uh, son-in-law of Leo the first. Right? So how well does this go over as your party trick? Oh, very well. <laughs> 26 characters long. What? It's 27, 26 characters long. Terrasiscadisca Rosenblatidites. That seems so short. What, only 26 characters? Is it like 26... Anyway. Taro, Cisco, Disco... Oh, syllables you mean? No, 26 letters in the name Terrasiscadisca Rosenblatidites. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It's st- like don't get me wrong. It's or long. Platidotes. It's long, but it feels like it should be more. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So supercalifragilisticexpialidocious um, says. Yeah. So just there's just, that's just the political thing. Yeah, in, yeah. In, the, in the in the east right now, Leo's still emperor. His grandson Leo II is the emperor, and then Zeno or Terrasiscus and Blaidites is around. As okay. Well. we'll go more into these three characters specifically. Yeah, yeah. Jeff so I'm allowed to call him Zeno. Yeah. You're not. No, I, I've said the name <laughs> Terrace for the Skyrosum by yeah. so many times. I don't even stutter anymore. It just rolls off the tongue. Oh, yeah, for me it does. Like Fucking butter. I nice, wanted to hot name, knife through butter. I wanted to name Daffodil Terrace for the Skyrosum by But Nick was not having it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, imagine my surprise. Well, I, was, I said, well, we can name him Rosum for short. It's a nice name, Rosum. Rosum. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Gundabad headed up to fight the Gothic king, Yurik. Everyone was scared. Now, uh-huh. we don't really get any details on this battle other than it was a complete victory. Pog. For oh. Gundabad. Oh no, Which the is evil good. king is winning. Yeah, um, Yurik headed back into Gaul. He was like, you know what, let's just stick to Gaul. <laughs> now... After Are they the still battle, like in their expansionist era? Who? Rome? Uh, not really. Everyone's kind of realizing that, well, we don't have any armed troops. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and after Genus, I'll explain to you what the Empire consists of in this year that we're in. Okay. Um, now, after the battle, a couple of Jeff's, uh, Janice, uh, you know what, a couple of Jeff's friends were looking around. Okay. For him and his brother, both Jeff's. Where are they? Right? And they look, and a search party gets sent out. Mm. And eventually, they came across a frightening scene. Oh, no. Janice was found hanging from a Roman column on near the battlefield. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, just, from, just hanging from the neck. <sighs> and some bone fragments oh. were found at his feet. Janus and Genus are dead. Oh, what the fuck? The bone fragments are said to have been from Genus. Oh shit. But the fact that there's bone fragments is crazy. But that we're not we're not ranking Genus yet. We have him next. But okay. we do know when he's born and we know when he dies. Yeah, oh wow. <laughs> so uh, oh, time to rank Janus. That came to an abrupt end, didn't it? Alright. <laughs> Oops. What the fuck happened? <laughs> I wish we knew. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> That's what, like, 
Um, when Totalus Rankium said, yeah, all that was left was some bone fragments and a rope. I was like, okay, what do I make of this? So I decided to make this story of it. No, that's fair. Um, that's yeah. Fair. I was going to say, that feels like, at the very end, I'm like, oh no, this is the part that's like the, what you pulled yeah. as the like, thing that actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Most of the deaths are like that, where it's like, everything's like kind of embellished here or there, but the deaths are usually exactly the way they die. Cool. For the most part. Phytus. Phytus. Jephiatus. That okay. one. Let's go through good. All Blanket right. statement good. All right? No ifs, ands, or buts. Here's the good. Okay. He fought under Aetius. He beat the Goths, the Franks, the Burgundians, the Swaby, and... Uh, Just an... overall was a foot yeah. soldier in a moderately yeah. successful army. He fought against Attila and was part of the force that won. Okay. And then fought... And although died, still beat the King Yurik, the Gothic King Yurik. That is quite a few battles. Yeah. If we had any sort of verification on any of these battles, bar the last one that we know he died in, mm. I would be going up almost 9-10 in yeah, this yeah. area. But because it is a bottle of ifs, ands, or maybes, like this is so uncertain. Like even last time with Jeff 12, we were like, we don't know. Mm -hmm. But we know he was in the area. We know he was like... He was under ATS, so we know that he would have possibly more likely took part in these. Yeah, yeah. No, I, no clue about these. Mm -hmm. Right? There is lots of reserves of the armies, too, that just are stationed as garrisons. He could have been yeah. that, for all yeah. we know. I, but, and I will say specifically, though, like the fact that there's a chance that he was in the Attila one. Yeah, like You need to get something. Yeah, yeah. And, and specifically, like that one, at least in my mind, is like... You, you don't live if you were a bad soldier through that. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, I'm, I'm willing to, like, probably actually lean a bit higher for him. Yeah. I was thinking around three to four. Just lack of evidence. Oh, I was uh, gonna... Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I like, maybe it's because they go by precedence of, of Totalus Rankium too much. But whenever they have an emperor, like, for example, Septimius Severus, they have a lot of, a lot of stuff on. Karus, mm. they had nothing. Yeah, yeah. They both went and sacked Tessaphon. But we have lots of detail on Severus, so they gave him about an eight. Okay. They have none on Kara, so they gave him a four. Okay. Right? Because we don't know. They could have just walked in there. Yeah, or yeah. it could have not happened the way we thought, right? Like, mm. So I, I like to think that with more detail, of course, it's unfair. But who says rank? we're ranking people based off of arbitrary categories? Yeah, yeah. The whole thing's unfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it, it, it's more so that if they have not a lot of information or very vague maybes... They get less than they would if there was actual concrete facts. Yeah, yeah. That's why I went three to four. And I'm thinking four. I just think I'm going to give his brother a little bit less. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fair. I patently disagree and give him a seven. Seven? All right. Which I think 11. is actually our first, like, noticeable split in point numbers. We've had a couple. Okay, okay. Like, I think Jeff uh, 11, Goose, mm. we had a couple, like, where I was, like, not impressed at all. And you were like... He's the greatest general of all time. Yeah, because he is. <laughs> but that was I've, that one's like a bit more hyperbole. I feel this one. I feel like we have like a reasonable disagreement that yeah. we just immediately seven to four. Yep. Yeah, sure, fair. I agree, and I also think that's going to be his most successful round. <laughs> um, also fair. Next one. Opprobrium idiom. All right. Um. I, I for the first time have nothing. Yeah, I was going to say, what are we even putting here? Like, I, I... Like, he died, I guess? Uh, I guess 
he joined the army when he was 17 in one of the most tumultuous times of Roman history. His oh, yeah, purposefully going out of his way. To join one adds, of the worst times in history yeah, and yeah. be in the military. And turn it all around. But even then, I'd give him one for that, maybe two. One, yeah. one. It's just not a yeah, bad... Yeah, there's like nothing he, here. Well, it's just... And he's not doing it for a dumb reason. Well, maybe it is a dumb reason, but he's I mean, doing it for pride. National pride. Yeah, yeah. Which, which well, we can... I would argue... Like, I'm not all for it. I don't like national pride. Me neither. But I also understand why people, especially in the Roman times would because they thought they were the most superior people yeah which again that's, that's what, not a great way to think but it's of the time well some could say that's of the modern day too <laughs> you know what true <laughs> yeah like but that's, it's why i like let it slide with rome more than i let it slide with america yeah, yeah because it's like well back then what else did they know we live in a modern world with like modern things we all know that shit's stupid yeah, yeah. they didn't know they or still like believe have, in God and everything back then. We have the we have the ability to know that, like, um, you know, there's like things there's like things that you'll never experience that yeah. are out there and like different than you. And it's yeah. like it's it's foolish to believe like you are superior in like like if you're American, you can't like you can say we have the greatest army on earth, sure. That's not a good thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I will say, I'm looking at it. We gave Jeff Ten nothing for a probium idiom. He literally ate people. <laughs> this can be another one of our thinking? notes. Yeah, to... What were we thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get it. It wasn't his idea. It wasn't. He was forced into it because uh, there was that or die. Yeah, but yeah. He still so ate still... some. You gotta get some points in a probium yeah, idiom. That's, that's, that's fair. That one's fair. That okay, one's fair. so, but. I was only saying that because I was like, well, who else are we comparing it to? And I would say he has... He has nothing, uh, yeah. personally. Like, if you want to give him one, I'll give him nothing. But, like... Yeah, like, just... I think only because, like, our little lore bit of, like, fuck you, Dad, I'm gonna go join the yeah, army yeah, yeah. is no, no, kind of stupid. I'll take that, I'll take that. I, Yeah, I... <laughs> is that worthy of a two? If you want to go for a two, you can. We know what we could do. We can give one to his little brother and one to him. Yeah, there we go. All <laughs> right, it was yeah, a joint, yeah, yeah. It was a joint decision. Fair, fair, <laughs> fair. Yeah, that's worth two points as a collective. Um, all right, successes, Jeffries. Now, this one might not be as bad as you think, even if you think it's bad or not. Um, he is not nearly as successful as his father is. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Um, but the one thing he did secure is the only thing he, you could really give him for this is his son in the royal court. Mm. He was he was able to make his so that his son's life was better. But overall for the family, it's going to be his son that bigs up the family, not him. Yeah. Yes, it'll be because his dad gave him this position that he was able to make it. He but, was the demon souls to Jeff 13's dark souls. Yeah, right? And so like as much but again, that is just one thing besides that his family lost all the money when Jeff 13 died. It was barely made up. The estates were all seized. Jeff l- just lived in the city of Rome. That mm-hmm. estate that we love so much, it's gone. Damn. That estate's been with us since Jeff three, And it is finally gone. Some losses are harder than others. I know. <laughs> <sighs> God. <laughs> That's affected me worse than any Jeff so far. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, I, like, yes, positive for his son. Everything else, just whatever. Yeah, it's kind of. I feel like um, it's just gonna end up being kind of a nothing. I'll give him a two for helping his son out. I'll give him like, yeah, no, that 
I give him like a 1.5. 1. 1.5. 1. So he fucking said, go do the cushy. Nah, not really cushy, but go do the job. He, uh, he beats Jeff 1, who just managed to put his family into slavery. I <laughs> know that one's fair. He then beat also um, Jeff the youngest. The one who uh, uh, was like a traitor to Constantine's army, even though he was just lost. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he also definitely beat Jeff the Younger, the one who died to a goat. That guy only got 1.5. Yeah, not very, <laughs> not very successful. Um, when he died to a Honestly, goat. I think we were generous by giving that boy 1.5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Tempest Tempest Adio. Which I don't even know if I wrote it down. I didn't. So let's do the math right now. That's he cool. He was born in 424. And died in... 473. So, 49? 49, is that it? 24 to 73. One year off of 60. 49. Or fifth, one year off of 50, yeah. Yeah, 49. So, he was 49, and then we divide that by 20? Yes. <laughs> Again, we are so bad. We're so cool. <laughs> All right, and that gives him a score of 2.45 for uh, Tempest Ageo. All right. And now... Is Deathicus Jefficus. Now, there is no details, but I think there is something to be said. But they have about, to be grisly. Uh, yeah. He is literally there. He's hanging. Like, uh, yeah. And I think this is a good time to show you what he looks like. I was going to, yeah, yeah. No, that feels fair. For this man to be hanging, it is a big. Oh, yeah, fuck. This guy's kind of a Chad. He is. Look at that beard. He was yeah, born Christ. with that beard in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is Jeff the Thin, mm, by the yes, way. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and the other one is Jeff the Big, yeah, yeah. and we'll get to him. Obviously, obviously. Um, yeah, so like, and like, he does look pretty fearsome, too. He looks pretty fierce. Yeah, yeah. If I saw this man in battle, <laughs> coming towards me, <laughs> I would not be impressed. Yeah, that's <laughs> right? that's fair. Uh, if we rated what they looked like, he'd be getting top marks. That's true. Because of that, that <laughs> glorious beard. Um, yeah, so that is... Uh, yeah, so what what are we thinking? Hanging God. in a battlefield. Now, all of his friends When he him. was hanging in a battlefield, was he like still a whole body? Yes. Okay. Where on the opposite end of the spectrum, gonna... his brother was only charred bones. So, well, we don't have his brother's account. <laughs> Not yet. I, his, his has to be less bad than his brother's, yeah? Or like less points than less his brother's. Less points than his brother's? Yeah, it's a hanging... We haven't seen a hanging yet. Hang in battle. In a, in in a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That means the enemies literally strung him up. Yeah, yeah. Which is horrifying. And he probably watched his brother die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is also maybe more points in his side. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. What are you thinking? You ballpark and I'll, uh, I'll probably match around where you're at. I wanted to say like, like a six? Six, seven. I was at six, seven, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was at. So, fair, fair. Uh, you know what? I'll go for six. If you go for six as well, Perfect. and then we'll just... Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. So that's a 12. 12 divided by five? Four? 12 divided by four? Three. Is it, is it five by four? Three. <laughs> <laughs> four. Yeah, it is divided by four. Yeah, yeah, because okay. we're out of five. We're out of five. So it is a base three. Nice. And that gives him a brilliantly high score. 12, 15.5, 17.95, 20.95. 20.95? 20.95. He 
beats Jeff 10 by 0. 0.05. That <laughs> rules. That is crazy. Look at that. That's really funny. And that is such a spit in the face of a man <laughs> who struggled his whole life <laughs> to get out of the desert, had to resort to cannibalism, and then was executed we'll, because we'll his fix, brother... We'll fix him later. <laughs> that only leaves us with one question. We'll have a retcon episode. It leaves us with one question. Does he deserve it? No. <laughs> Do either of them deserve it? <laughs> well, I think we'll know if he deserves it, if his f- brother deserves it. I don't think... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't even have, like, a joke <laughs> I, argument I can make. Like, yeah, I I think the only thing that could maybe is, like, dude was an impressive soldier if it was all verifiable. Yeah. Okay, I will say, if this was all real, he'd be a number Jeff. Yeah, yeah. It, but because it's so vague, and if he was a number Jeff, I could also see him getting. I do think there's like a couple potential Jeffs that aren't numbered that can get it, even yeah, with yeah. very little information, because they're interesting and their death causes a lot of impact. This guy might make it past like the first round. If if these were verifiable things. Yes. Right? Well, like, yeah. I, I'm saying like even with them unverifiable, with some of the Jeffs we've sent through, he might <laughs> he might Jeff beat won. them just <laughs> off the like potential mythology yeah. of him. Yeah. I don't want to give it to him though. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. I like kinda do, but I not I don't have any good reason. We, we do have a few good Jeffs coming up. We've had a drought of like Jeffs that haven't really done anything. Mm-hmm. 13's alright, 14's alright, but then after that, like we get to 15 to 20. That's my favorite time period. Okay. Of Jeff's. Right? I'm not saying they're all going to get it. I'm just saying they are all very interesting and we'll be getting... Like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's just we send this guy through and all the people that are coming that have so much information on them, it's going to be like, wow. Like, why did we say... It's a Jeff one... I'm trying to avoid a Jeff one situation again. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Like, I get why Jeff one went through. He's the first one in our series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I was going to say. But, uh... I think yeah. Jeff one had a very specific and unique reason he went through, yeah. and that is the one in his name. <laughs> All right, now uh, we're so is that a no? Are we agreeing? That's a no. Yeah. All right, but this is the second part of this of three parts. All right, genus. High hopes. No. All right, let's get through it, shall we? <laughs> in the four twenty seven A.D. Genus was born to Jeff 12 and his wife, Stuff. <laughs> the last time we'll be saying that, hopefully. <laughs> All right. Um, Here at Totalis Jeffianus, we take a strong <laughs> stance again. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if you noticed, but for Janus, I gave him a whole intro with his beard and the dark yeah, stormy yeah. day. No. When he was... Th- he already had a three-year-old I mean, like brother. we said, he just fucking <laughs> slid out. It was fine. Yeah. Um... His childhood was pretty normal as well, obviously. Yeah, it's yeah. That was until he was 13 years old, where in 440, I did write 340, but I remembered. There you uh, go. In 440, he got a message from, not him in particular, <laughs> that him and his brother were going to be coming back to Rome because the Vandals were on tour in Sicily. Woo! Yeah. Um, and Jeff... Vandals got, tour! Woo! Next, woo, next, next! Go, go, go! Um... Two years later, when Jeff was 15, he joined the army with his brother, itching to fight, and he might have got that opportunity when... Uh, you know, boys so bloodthirsty <laughs> when they're young. No, go, go, go! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, he, uh, 
might have been a part of kicking all the factions, kicking the crap out of all the factions, the Burgundians and the, the, the Franks and the Goth and the, the, the Allens and the Swaby, right? Woo, baby. Woo! Um, Sadly, we then, don't have any records on that. So right then blah, blah, blah. they had the whole thing where um, Aetius and, and Attila had the scales. Yes, right? yes, yes. Uh, so there's this anime called Sosodo Freerun, and in the anime right. there's a demon who has a scale that weighs their mana energy, and Freerun's been hiding her mana energy the whole time. So when the demon goes to weigh the scales... Uh, they're both really old, but Freerun is like mythically old. Mythically old. Uh, the demon is just like thousands of years old. So oh. both of them have a lot of mana, but Freerun's been hiding mana the whole time. She fucking hates demons. Right. So when the demon uses the scales on them, uh, the sh- scales shift in Freerun's favor, and Freerun tells the demon to kill herself. Sorry, that was a long tangent. Yeah. Feeling. And that was very similar to Aetius and Attila, where Aetius and Attila, it was like this for Attila. It was, and all yeah, it was very like much Attila's favor. And briefly, yeah, later yeah. Day, so, yeah. uh, and then during that brief up, Aetius won. <laughs> Right, and so Genus was a part of that. Nice, cool, <laughs> maybe. good for him. Maybe. Possibly, possibly mythology. Actually, less, blah, blah, blah. It, it's even less more likely. shrouded in mystery fair, than fair, his brother. Fair. <laughs> um, and then in uh, about thirty-two years later, Genus, <laughs> <laughs> one thing led to another, <laughs> and um, they heard that Yurik was invading Italy. Oh, crazy! Yeah, so. Gundabad, the new Gundu, power yeah, behind Gundubad. the Yeah, Gundubad. Gundubad. <laughs> wow, he's, he doesn't sound like a villain at all. Anyway, no, he doesn't. Let's just plot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this battle would start. And we know nothing about this battle other than it was a victory for Woo! Gundubad. Let's go! Yeah, and Yurik had to flee back into Gaul. Aw, oh, shucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, his dad died at one point. But yeah, 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 yeah. He was, you know, he was too busy, you Whatever. know, doing stuff in that 32 like years. Like in you do. Yeah. Uh, bone fragments were found by his friends. At the feet of his brother, who was hanging. Must have been Grizzly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, before we go into argument uh, to ranking him, if we can even do that, yeah, I want to explain to you what is in the Empire this time. Okay. Okay? <laughs> Gaul would be fully lost around this time. Okay. All of Gaul is gone. That Even that sliver they had it's is gone. It's gone. Yeah. Gaul had been in the Empire... Since Julius Caesar, it's almost six hundred years earlier. What, much to his chagrin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Illyricum and Dalmatia. We've had uh, Jeff Six was born in Illyricum. I was gonna say that one sounds right? familiar. Uh, he was born in Dalmatia, uh, the city of Salonia. That is gone now. Mm. A Roman general who I don't have time to get into, and I haven't write his name down. Sounds good. Created his own kingdom there, briefly. Cool. Yeah, it will go away eventually. It'll be incorporated back into the East eventually. Um, uh, Spain is gone now oh, as well. Damn. All of it. Crap. All of Spain is gone. The Goths were told to go sort out Spain for us. So the Goths went and they sorted out Spain. <laughs> and then they claimed it for the Gothic, I mean, Roman Empire. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all the pretexts were done. It was a Gothic land. It was the Gothic kingdom there now. Cool. Um Africa is gone to the Vandals, obviously. And um, Sicily, Corsica, and Sardinia all fell to the Vandals relatively soon after. The only part of the empire that is in the Roman Empire in the West is Italy. Mm. And it is significantly smaller than modern-day Italy. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Because it is just the boot. It is not Sicily, and it is not the island, and it is not the Alps. Damn. Huh. That timer is really clicking down right yeah, now. Yeah, it was good. There's not much room left. Yeah, because this is the Empire in 472. Sorry, 474. The Empire falls in 476. Yeah. Shit. Now, we rank him. 
All right. All right. Fidus Jeffianus. Um, now, you could argue we give him the same as his brother. Minus one point. Minus one point? Sounds good. <laughs> it, it can be minus two if you want. Because you said it was less verifiable. It but is like, less verifiable. But if it's the exact same thing, well, I feel is, like... The thing is about Genus is that all of the information we got from Totalis Rankium was Janus. Mm. But one time they mentioned that he had a brother. Gotcha. And that is this brother. I see, I see. So I just included him in all of this. And I know that they all die on the same day. Gotcha. That's it. All we really know is that he's the brother of Janus and that he died in the same battle that Janus did. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm assuming that he's been with them the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So it is a lot less verifiable. Fair. So, yeah. Should we give him a 9 instead of an 11? Mm. Yeah, 9 or 10, I think. 9, yeah. Uh, Depends how much less verifiable than hardly verifiable <laughs> is to you. Again, it's just like, he, we have one thing on him, and that he was he was the brother yeah, of Janus. Right? And 9, then. Yeah. Nine it is. I suddenly feel um, like he's not getting through. Did we say we're going to give him one? Yeah, 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 it was yeah. one on one. Cool. That was fast. Cool. Uh, now, success is Jeffius. Jeffius. Yeah. Um, we just don't have anything. Yeah. Like, we have literally nothing. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time I haven't been able to think of anything. <laughs> yeah, God, he just kind of, he was just kind of a dude. Can we, he didn't make it worse, though. I think that's why we didn't give it uh, Jeff the Younger and nothing. Yeah. Because he then technically didn't make it worse. But he's definitely not, you know, shining a new... He's definitely not Jeff the Great over here. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Or what was it? Was it Jeff Nine? Jeff Nine, yeah. Uh, he's definitely not him, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, um, I would... I want to just give him, like, a one. Sure. We'll give him a one. That actually puts him in last still. Which okay, Which I okay. agree with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... All right, Tempus Adio. He died same day. He was three years younger. So he was 46 when he died. Oh, uh, Christ. So 46. It's like minus 0. 0.04 or something. 2.3. 2.3. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's... Yeah. Yeah, my math <laughs> is bad. So good. 2.3 is his Tempus Agio. And then finally, probably... <laughs> you know... Tempest Agio and Deathicus Jefficus were supposed Jefficus. to be the rounds that, like, you add a little bit more points to your resume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For these guys, this is where they get most of their points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, these are their full rounds for these guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's pretty cool death. Yeah, I, I think like, this is, like, the one he's going to end the up mystery, It's the mystery around it, too. Yeah, right? like, yeah. How in one battle that takes place in one day are the only thing remaining of you are some bone fragments? Yeah, what the fuck? Maybe he's still alive out there. Oh, maybe he is. Maybe he's still alive to this day. Depends what bone fragments they maybe, found, I guess. Maybe he's in this room recording a podcast on his ancestors <gasps> right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to be the descendant of this Jeff, though. Yeah, that'd be kind of crazy. I'd rather be the descendant of Jeff, too, because at least he like freed his family from slavery. I mean, if you are the descendant of this Jeff, aren't you, by necessity, the descendant <laughs> of Jeff, too? Yeah, I guess. But if you're a descendant of Jeff 2, you're not necessarily a descendant of Jeff a Jen Janus. Janus? Oh, wait, no. He didn't have a kid. There's no descendants of him. No, there isn't. He never yeah, did. yeah. So you'd have to be a descendant of Janus. Yeah. Unless yeah. Janus didn't die. Ah. Maybe. Never yeah. know. All right. Yeah, no. Uh, I think we gave his, his brother six each. Yeah, I'm going, I'm looking at seven or maybe even eight. 
Yeah, 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 I could go with seven. Like, I, I think if we knew why he was freaking like just some bone fragments. Jangled. Yeah, so I'm going to go seven as well, yeah, which yeah. is a 14. 14 divided by 20. Yeah, fuck, I don't... 3.5, is it? Oh, uh, it's 14 divided by 4. Oh, never mind. 3.5. Oh, no, I'm right. Yeah. Cool. I did the... I somehow did the math right with the wrong now, numbers. that gives him a score of 16.8, which is stupidly high <laughs> for him. Um, well, it's like what? It's third last. Yeah, I think that the fact that he beats Jeff 2 is kind of sad. Eh. And then the fact that he... No, I... He also, yeah, he deserved to beat Jeff the Younger. <laughs> Jeff the Younger was just useless. Yeah. Also, Jeff um, 2 got no points for death or age. Yeah. No, yeah. That's no, where they really had the edge. Crazy. No, no points for crazy either because he was just a guy who got his family out of slavery. Yeah. Now, we only have one question to ask. No, we don't. Uh, does he deserve it? I think, yeah. I think we put it through. You know what? <laughs> hey, if you want to, fuck it. I got my dumb pick through. <laughs> I, obviously, it's it's a no, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and now we get to the man who I was uh, uh, fully looking Eluding. forward to. Yeah. All right. Now um, for the real point of this episode. Yeah. Honestly, I've been like I had such a good time doing this up this part. Um, I will say though, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, cool. We have now evened out finally. That's funny. And seeing how by Jeff eight. Seven of the eight Jeffs got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now we're on, like, you know, now we're on the, wow, this is our 18th Jeff, by the way. Cool. Out of now 18, only nine of them have it. Hmm. And nine of them don't. Cool. Yeah, so it's cool. I feel like it's good. We, we're evening out a bit. It's not yeah, just going to yeah. be a round now, for all of them. I will say, we're not trying to have it no, exactly no, no, no. like this that. No, no, no. This is just it's the just, dark ages. Yeah, yeah. Of... It's just kind of nice that it worked out, because I was scared we were being a bit too lenient. Jeff three, Jeff 13, 14, and 15 are all still part of the dark ages. Okay. And then starting Jeff 16 and up, we are heading out of the dark ages. I'm going to make sure all three of them make it through. Okay, cool. I like all three. <laughs> and especially Jeff 14. Like, I, I'm so excited for 19. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Now, uh... For another time. We are going to go into Nestorianism. Okay. So, last time we talked about the schism in the church, it was the Arian controversy, mm-hmm. right? Where Arius was, was arguing that, uh, you know, that his sect of Christianity was the correct one and that everyone else was wrong. And then, for the most part, it's been a 50-50 divide over the empire. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Where the East believed that Arianism was the thing, and the West believed that uh, uh, anti-Arianism was yeah, the, yeah. the thing. Right? But a little reactionary. Arianism, yeah, we're going to call it orthodoxy. Okay. Instead of Ar- uh, uh, Arianism versus orthodoxy. It is not oh, okay. Not like as we no, know it. it. It is just a term they, they used at the time. It is almost not even recognizable. Okay, I was gonna say, yeah. is it like downstream or anything? Yeah, it's, but it's, it's it's just a of like, the, yeah, it, that's it's, what they called it. Well, in the, the same way the that first they called political it. Political party of the U.S. was called the Democratic Republicans. Yeah, yeah, right. Which is again <laughs> confusing, yeah. right? It was the fe- it was the uh, Federalists versus the Democratic Republicans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd say it's confusing, but it's like it's you see where they get it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So we will be focusing... Well, now, I mean, the, the party we have today is the Democratic-Republicans, isn't it? <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> you know, you're kind of right there. I, I am. I no, I'm not kind of right. I am right. You are anyway, right. Um, <laughs> so with that, we 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 really are going to be focusing on something that happens during Theodosius II's reign. Okay. Where we are going to be focusing on a man named Nestorius. Okay. So Nestorius is the man that we're going to be technically. We could we could rank him for fun if you want, but Dang, he's we'll... not with our rounds. It just doesn't work because it, it's not family thing and. Yeah, yeah. He's not ultimately. What successful. did he do for the Jeff family, Bailey? Exactly. Um, so we yeah. can see how cool his I'm death gonna was. Be though. I'm going to be treating it like an actual episode, though. Oh, okay. So we're going to start at his birth. All right, cool. Born in 386 AD, somewhere in modern day Palestine or Syria. Oh, okay. I made my stance. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to be fair, in the um, uh, the book that I read uh, by a. Uh, professor in in the U.S. I think it was Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, University of Seattle. Um, he referenced in the book. This is a book made like five, six years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Palestine. Yeah, as the birthplace. Yeah. So I think he was thinking more along the lines of like the homeland, Palestine, mm. rather than because it's been known as Palestine for thousands of years, for yeah, a thousand yeah. years, right? In a lot of circles. Um. Yeah. Oh, or Syria. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter. To and me. like this is the of the time the place called Palestine. It's not called like... it's called Judea right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. In the time we're focusing on okay. Judea, Jerusalem, Israel. That's what it's it's mostly called under those names. Okay. Because okay. just because like populations there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. The, the which which ones the, the them or the, the, about the settlers to, like, from like in, within a hundred like the the whole region is kind of spread like a lot of Jewish people in a lot of the regions, mm-hmm. um, but unlike Christianity, which is centralized around Constantinople and Antioch and Alexandria, and for the most part a lot, and then eventually Islam, which is Damascus, Cairo, Alexandria, yes, Baghdad. J- Judaism doesn't really have that. Yeah, they yeah. don't have a city that they based around. They did Jerusalem, yeah. And then Hadrian said, "Sorry, not yours. <laughs> we're not calling. You're not allowed yeah. here anymore." <laughs> and then eventually, like after Hitler, they were like, "You know what? Yeah, like just go back." Yeah, because it, it was like what, like the Brits went, yeah, yeah. like sort of had like their their policy sorted out of like, I mean, I guess you can go there. There's already people there, but like, yeah, like it's not our problem, you know. Oh, like this is gonna come back to like a world war in eighty years or something. Sort it up between (laughs) yourselves. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Hey, you guys ask us to not get involved with your politics anyway. All right. (laughs) So we're just not gonna get involved. Yeah. Yeah. You go there. That's for America to get involved with. Yeah. We're done. I don't know if you noticed, but we've stepped off the world stage (laughs) as the leader. That is America now. Yeah, we gave it to them. Yeah. He was theorized to have studied at a young age at the Catechetical uh, Cathedral or uh, a school in Antioch. Okay. Uh, which is in Syria, which means it's more likely so that he was born in Syria. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. But it's, history is muddy. Yeah, it was one of two such schools in the empire. The other one was uh, in Alexandria. Okay. These are the two most like. Oh, yeah, school's not a thing. I, I yeah, put in my brain in I, history. I, mode. I say school. It's very much a learning center for like the church, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's more as it's not, but it's more like modern day monasteries in like even oh, Buddhism it's like you would all that like like you, you would, would go like learn to be a religious man. As weird as it sounds, think of religions in Skyrim and how they're they're surrounded by oh, in, like okay. a little like a little like privatized group. 
that yeah, that yeah, studies yeah. and they're all very like devoted. Yeah, and yeah. And it's yeah. like dark and there's fire, the fires. Like how how you would yeah. like probably for most people at least who don't know a ton of history, I <laughs> mean, think of like monks. Yeah, it's it's pretty similar, but okay. not obviously like different. Different, yeah, yeah. But like same that wavelength. structure. Yeah. Um, at a young age, Nestorius was mentored by Theodore of Antioch, better known as Theodore of Mopsuestia, which is a hard word to say, so I'm just going to call him Theodore. Um, And Theodore was one of the, like, most prolific monks of the the day. He would often get mistaken as... uh, Oh, they were called monks. Yeah, they were called... Okay. Uh... Or like yeah, monk would be like yeah, an equivalent like they, term. In, not in like... the books, they do their references monks. Okay, okay. Because I was thinking you would call they would be like a bishop or something. Not, not in these, because bishops were the leaders of their cities. Gotcha. Right? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Where monks and and the heads of these teachings, they're usually not bishops. They're usually mm-hmm. just priests or or holy men. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Jeff fourteen, for various reasons, we're going to run into a different kind of holy man, which is a very extreme version, and it, it's. It's really interesting, and it's my a religious favorite. extremist. It, I think it's going to be yours and my favorite okay. religious type okay. of preacher because it is stupid. Cool. Um, so around four fifteen, Nestorius was a monk and priest in the monastery of Antioch. Okay, one of the biggest monasteries. Yeah, yeah. Um, where he was the most influential preacher and teacher of the church in Antioch. Yeah, yeah. He was becoming a re- getting a real like name for himself in this church. Okay. Um, and it was around, you know, sometime after this, within a decade or so, that he got word from the Roman Emperor Theodosius II, who, in 428, said, hey, want to wanna come over and come to Constantinople? Um, and He sent him a text, you up? Yeah, you up? <laughs> you know, what, what do you do right now? What, hey. You know, what, what go on, G? Ooh. Yeah. Um, and, uh... Nestorius agreed, and he arrived in Constantinople, where Theodosius asked him where he agreed, and he was made the archbishop and or patriarch of Constantinople. Ah. Now, as we go into the Byzantine era, because we're entering it now, you will notice that we are going to get to know these patriarchs a lot. Okay. Our focus will not be around the popes of Rome, but the patriarchs of Constantinople. Okay. Who will fight with the Pope over who is the most important head of God, of the church. Mm. We'll see it a lot. Okay. Which will eventually lead to the Great Schism, uh, which happens right before the Crusades, really. Okay. Where it's the full divide between Ooh, the church. Like I, I haven't, like, thought about the fucking Crusades since, you wait. like, <laughs> since, like, grade nine. We're going to be going into them, and it's my <sighs> favorite era yeah, yeah. Of, of the Roman history. Fair. Fair, but it's, it's just been a minute. I know. I can feel uh, like cobwebs. Now, although it, it really wouldn't be long until Nestorius began persecuting Christians that he saw as heretical. He had been thinking a lot in his monastery in Antioch. And it was... In it his was, ivory tower. Well, yeah. and Well, because he found himself in a dilemma. And he'd been thinking about this for a long time. And as the patriarch... He was finally able to enact this with some sort of thought, right? Yeah. And, and some sort of, you know, and um, Nestorius thought. Nestorius thought, yeah. <laughs> well, he actually got a, a message from his to, his mentor Theodore in Antioch, saying, "Hey, like, relax a bit. You mm-hmm. know, like, you just became the patriarch. 
I know you have your thoughts, but it's just not the time. It's not. It, this is not this, the political spectrum for you to do this. Sorry, can you draw a line from like this sort of structure to like the mafia? No. Okay. Not okay. yet. Not yet. Okay. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> just just patriarch specifically, and I was like, probably a little like stereotypically was like patriarch in Italy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Every major city has a patriarch for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but the Constantinople, Antioch. Oh, and also and specific, like rebelling against the other power. Yeah. Uh, Ravenna has a very popular patriarch at this time as well. Um, Thessalonica, all these major cities have. have uh, Joan of Arc. Yeah. Pope Joan, uh, the female pope. Are they different? What? Are yeah. They, okay. Pope Joan is uh, mythical, but. Uh, More recently, we we're like, oh, is she real? Maybe. Never she know. had a beard, so we don't know. That's kind of um, crazy. Yeah. So Theodore tried to message him, say, hey, try not to, like, keep doing this. I know what you're thinking. Don't do it. <laughs> but and the story has made up his mind. He would not worship a f- the, what he saw as a false way to worship. Mm. Right? Now, he thought... That Mary shouldn't be referred as the God-bearer, or... God-bearer is metal as fuck. Or Mother of God, as she is referred to today by a lot of people, especially in the West. Yeah. In Hail Mary, the the prayer, she is referred to as Mother of God. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yes, yes. So, obviously, this, you could see that his area here failed. um, Yeah. in, In the West, at least. God-bearer, um, though, sound, does sound like some shit straight from Dark Souls. Yeah, it does. Well, as she was the mother of Jesus, not God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How could she be the mother of God if God created everything? Mm. That was his argument. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, what came close, truly, God yeah. or the mother? Yeah. No. Um, now, the reason this was such a big problem with the rest of the church at this time... They already had all their books that said Mother of God. That and the, <laughs> Jesus and God were seen as the same being. Mm-hmm. Or, at least, having the same natures. One divine and one, one uh, human. Mm. Now, these natures are the same. They're, they're combined. They're one nature. But it okay. is, it is divi- one divine nature and one uh, human nature, but they are not different. Okay. That's I, what, I follow enough. Yeah. Now... It's like they invented quantum superposition to so, explain their religion. Yeah, well, that, that is what the Orthodox thought. Mm. That's what I'm going to... This is yes, what I'm calling yeah. the Orthodox. Yeah, yeah. Now, Nestorius found himself at odds with Cyril of Alexandria, uh, who was the patriarch of Alexandria. Fucking, I want a Yakuza-style intro for all these guys, because <laughs> every time a character who's, like, relevant in Yakuza is introduced, they get, like... At, like flames on the screen and then in like brush strokes it's like patriarch of the Nojima clan second class lieutenant yeah blah, blah 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 that would be perfect for this whole story that'd actually. be really that would fuck Nestorius walks in with his like glasses and he like they kind of like freeze frames yeah they literally and, like, they all get like, like a fucking he scene. has like a book in his hand and he's just like there like cool and then Cyril is like looking off to on a boat like heading towards Constantinople just like yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, you you actually nailed the tone. Yeah. And then they do a I know side exactly quest. Yeah. Yeah. Then they get do like a fucking side quest where they rescue a monkey from the circus. <laughs> Stupid. Yakuza <laughs> rules. Anyway. Um. So on Easter Sunday of 429 A.D., Cyril began his attack, speaking loudly on how Nestorius's teachings were heresy. <gasps> yeah. 
Nestorius began to implore Theodosius, the emperor, to call an ecumenical council so he can air his grievances, right? Like, he just didn't want to be tossed aside. He He was hoping to vindicate himself from the heresy allegations and was hoping to ultimately prove his orthodoxy. He didn't want to get canceled. Yeah, he was not saying, I'm an Nestorianism, <laughs> but he, he wanted to say, I am orthodox, but yeah, yeah. the orthodox have been doing this wrong, right? That's what his argument was. Um, he wanted to show that his way of orthodoxy was the correct way, ah. right? Although this would be a hard sell, especially when word from Rome came in. Pope Celestine, at the t- that was the pope at the time, yeah, yeah. I've been looking over the argument on this tablet. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, and then he sent a message back to Cyril saying, "You know what? I support you." Oh, Nestorius, he's a her- he's a her- uh, Ah, yeah. yeah, he's a uh, he's preaching heresy. Ooh, whoops. Um, Celestine had gone one further though, and had written letters to the bishops of Africa, Illyria, and Lower Gaul to to. to go to this meeting that was being drawn and agree that Nestorius was a heretic. It's the same as modern day having a viral tweet. It is. It is. Very similar. (laughs) Um, He even sent a letter to the the Patriarch of Thessalonica, which was slowly becoming a more and more important city as the West was falling. Okay. um, To also say, you do do not support Nestorius at all. 476 it falls, right? 476. Okay. Yeah, is when the Empire falls. Now, a date was set up for June 7th of 431 AD. Oh, that's like 1,600 years before I was born. Yeah, yeah, same. Crazy. <laughs> I, I forgot we're born, like, close. <laughs> yeah, we are. Three years <laughs> off, or two years off. Yeah, Two yeah. years, yeah. Two years and, like, a few um, days, right? Around 250 bishops were invited, but the majority would arrive late. Like, uh, it's the ancient times. Uh, fashionably late is what yeah. it's called. Well, Cyril and his supporters were better organized compared to Nestorius, so they were the first to arrive. All right. On the 22nd of June, not everyone had arrived yet, but, like, particularly in Nestorius's camp. Ah, shit. Yeah. But Cyril refused to wait any longer. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cyril presided over a group of bishops that, for the most part, supported his views. Well, maybe Nestorius is a great debater. Yeah, maybe he is. I don't know if it helped in this situation. Cyril was determined to shut down this before it even began. He started by condemning Nestorius as a person, and then ad hominem, ad hominem attack. (laughs) Yeah. No, and I think I like the way Nestorius goes about this. You'll see. Okay. Uh, I like his way of arguing a lot better than I like Cyril's way, which is personal attacks. Not arguing, not arguing the facts, not getting to the points. This is strictly an ad hominem attack against my character. He doesn't care about the issue, doesn't care about the people. That's what I'm here for. Well, yeah, he, yeah. Then you well, transitioned into your argument. Nestorius didn't attend this, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the, his people weren't there. He was not going to... He's just, just like Trump. Cyril can't just start... I don't know about that one. Well, Trump didn't show up to the debates, oh, or yeah. certain, some debates. Didn't he not show up for Biden's inauguration either? I think so, which is really I think funny. there's only two presidents, three presidents have done that. It was Nixon or Reagan, one of them. I believe it. Um, Andrew Johnson. 
so the 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 a really racist guy who tried to bring slavery back ah. and Trump. <laughs> yeah, I, just, um, I know he wasn't on the Republican debate stage, no. which is all I'm comparing that to. Yeah. So Nestorius didn't appear his first day out of fear of Cyril's supporters. Cyril's supporters have started creating mobs that would walk around the city and cause violence to people who uh, uh, supported Nestorius. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oops. Um, Nestorius wrote that same evening about the people of Ephesus, because that's where they were. They were they were in the city of Ephesus, which is in modern day Anatolia or Turkey. Okay. Uh, it's the modern day capital of Turkey. Ah, Ephesus. Cool. Um, and uh, he wrote, and uh, there's a lot of quotes in this, by the way. That's fine. This is Nestorius quoting the violence that Cyril was bringing along. They acted as if it was war. They were conducting and following the Egyptian when they went down, sorry, and the followers of the Egyptian, Cyril, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, went about the city girt, city walls, I don't know why he said girt, yeah. and armed with clubs, with the yells of barbarians, raging with extravagant arrogance against those whom they knew to be opposed to their doings. And I feel like invoking specifically the word barbarian here to Roman people conjures like an image that is different from like today yeah because it's like we just watch those people like burn our city to the ground <laughs> yeah and that's what i mean like back nowadays if people don't agree yes you get the occasional crazy nut job who goes and tries to like burn down a building like you saw about the the woman who was like anti-palestine so she I've crashed into an anti-israel or anti-palestine school but it ended up being an anti-semitic school a school that preached. So she was trying to do something against the bad people, but ended against the people that we support, but ended up just accidentally attacking an anti-Semitic place, which was not her goal. Uh. So she accidentally did a good thing. <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah. a lot. So this, oh, so this is, this is, uh, you know, in the same way Trump didn't go to the debate. This is when Trump <laughs> tweeted um, about uh, fucking the BLM. Uh, yeah. Uh, fuck it. The I'm blanking on the word. The BLM protests in like 2020, 2020, 2021. Yeah. yeah. About like the the thugs in the street. Blah blah blah. Sure. Um. So obviously, the story's not happy. Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. Theodosius had stationed guards, not endorsing. Nestorius, okay. but protecting both parties. He stationed the guards outside of Nestorius' house. They were good people on both sides, folks. <laughs> well, people were afraid that Nestorius was going to be assassinated before he could even learn to speak, like even begin to speak. Yeah, yeah. Right? So they wanted to make sure that he, he got his counsel. Yeah, sort of like wanting to like, well, they realize, well, it's all kind of like rigged against him anyway. Mm -hmm. If he's assassinated, then he get can be kind of like... A martyr. I was going to say, yeah, martyred. martyr. And yeah, yeah. his legacy would live on. Yeah, yeah. People, his supporters they would want, become more radical. They, like, they want to like basically do liberalism where they want all the proper channels to be followed, but the outcome to be predetermined well, when, well, in like a I mean. legitimate Look, sense. Paul, Peter, and James. So Paul, Peter, the apostles, then James, Jesus' brother. Mm -hmm. When they were all killed and martyred didn't stop anything that made more people yeah yeah right when diocletian and galerius were doing their persecutions that those persecutions are what made the common man be like why are we attacking my neighbor who's a christian he's not doing anything wrong mm. 
right? Like what's happening? Yeah. And it only when you attack a minority, as we've also seen in relatively recent times, it. it sympathy grows for the faction that's being wiped out. Yeah, yeah. Because it is a horrible thing for a group of people to be wiped out. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? It doesn't matter who they are. And then when that minority posts videos of them like fucking no scope rocket launchers <laughs> onto tanks and the response is strapping a GoPro to a dog in your training mission, you're also like, well, fuck, those are the good guys too. God damn. Yeah. Referring to nothing in particular, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, we take a political stance on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but within a week, so Cyril and at the end of their meeting, they all agreed Nestorius was a heretic and that he was now excommunicated from the church. Ah, shucks. But obviously that doesn't stand when only one party's there. Yeah, yeah. So eventually over the next week, Nestorius's followers arrived and they were furious. John I of Antioch. Ooh. Is this like January 5th? Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> then the Jan, next day, <laughs> Jan, John one of Antioch walked in like this, just, and then it froze on him, and then it said John one of Antioch. Well, no, it said John Chrysostom, and then they crossed out Chrysostom and put of Antioch instead, because everyone <laughs> gets John of Chrysostom and John of Antioch confused. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and underneath it says right hand man of Nestorius. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, like, and like that's like, <laughs> fuck, dude, dude. I saw. I want like a fucking Yakuza game set in Roman times. <laughs> that would be fuck. fire. Um, he was a big. He was the biggest supporter of Nestorius, and he decided to create his own council and condemn Cyril and his followers, claiming they were all heretics, ah! and now they're all excommunicated from the church. There we go. Drain the swamp. Yeah. Drain the swamp. Eventually, both sides realized how childish this behavior was, mm. so they all decided to go to the emperor, and the emperor presided over the real ecumenical council. Ah. Yes. And the Council of Ephesus, or the Third Ecumenical Council, would begin. The basis of this meeting was... Does Jesus have just one nature, which is both human and divine, as Cyril of Alexandria held? The issue on the table. <laughs> yeah, is what Cyril said while slamming down the piece of paper. Or does Christ have two different natures, one that is divine and, and a different one that is human? Does it make sense, both arguments? Yeah. So yeah. Cyril's is... I wonder if I read it. Yeah. I'm going to read it because I might. Does Christ have one nature, which is both divine and human, as Cyril of Alexandria held? Or does Christ have two different natures, one that is divine and a different one that is human, as Nestorius claimed? Does it make sense? I think so. So, yeah, like, it, it is very broad is it, and it's very semantics. Yeah, this is like metaphysics to the nth degree. And they're, yeah. But it's like saying, like, is Christ's nature singular in that it is divine and human mm -hmm. or does it like have a is there a distinction between god and between the, yeah. yeah yeah so divine and human is more like saying is there a distinction between god and jesus well the arian thing was like god and and jesus are different people yeah but like the, they are the first argument was is jesus divine okay right where the original, like the orthodoxy at that time, would argue that yes, he was divine, right? Because if you say that he wasn't divine and you say that he's only human, 
you're saying that Jesus could have been corrupted. Because he's only human. Yeah, but that's what they were not, They were arguing. If Jesus was could be corrupted, that, that's not, that, that can't be. Jesus cannot can't be, be divine. corrupted. Divinity he, is yeah. uncorruptible. Yeah, that, that was their argument. Jesus is uncorruptible because he is divine. And then Arius was like, no, this is stupid. But then they condemned him. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, Nestorius would take the stand with all the bishops around him and Theodosius sitting on the head of the table over there. And fucking lay out the uh, sickest yeah. bars the church has ever known. Yeah. Nestorius would begin by talking about Cyril. About how he had no issues with the man. Oh, okay. And how this was... He was not going to follow the approach of attacking Cyril's character because... That's not what the argument's about. He's not going after the members of the people who are on the opposite side of him. Yeah, he yeah. was he was arguing that just about his own doctrine. My good sir Cyril, I take no folly with you. <laughs> <laughs> if you would join my version of orthodoxy, you could be part of my crew. <laughs> oh! But I'm not a rapper. <laughs> well, this Cyr- um, Nestorius was Superhotfire's first opponent. You ah, could see videos of it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Throughout history. Yeah, it's, it's the only like, reason why Nestorius lost, because he lost that rap battle and everyone lost all respect for him. Fair. But that was the beginning. They didn't realize how fire Super Hot Fire would be. Yeah, he was, he was, a, he was yeah. you know, and then the next argument was, is Super Hot Fire divinity amongst men? Yeah. Afterwards, Nestorius would begin attacking the doctrine, leaving Cyril completely unmentioned, mm-hmm. right? Which, again, Cyril had not been doing. He'd been on a slander campaign for the last two years, just yeah, talking yeah, yeah. cold, these like all this crap about Nestorius. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, the argument starts. Now, the argument starts with the assumption that it is part of God that God always exists. Yeah, okay. Right? And that he can do anything that he wishes because he is God. Okay. And God, you know. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Now, Nestorius would speak on the human aspect claiming that God is incapable, so incompatible with becoming flesh and blood. Okay. Because that which becomes flesh ceases to be able to do everything. That's metal as hell, but continue. Right? So Nestorius maintains Jesus is only human and the same as we are, and God is only God. Now, Jesus does have a divine nature because he's the son of God, Okay. But it is completely separate to his human nature. I feel like the Greeks just had this figured out. You go, yeah, it's a demigod. <laughs> well, no, because they don't. They only believe in one god. It is one god, and that's why they have to fix it. There's no this variation shit. It's not acceptable. Yeah. The Greeks were very open to putting new people into the pantheon. Yeah. They the reason they they're have having cooler so much, lore. Yeah. The reason they're so much. We have like they're struggling so much is because of their monotheism, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, however, the, the council ultimately sided with Cyril, who held that Christ contained two natures in one divine person. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that the Virgin Mary, conceiving and bearing this divine person, can truly be called the mother of God. Okay. Do you get that argument? I'm going to say I think I'm following it enough. But also at the point where I think if I ask any more questions, I may it confuse is, myself it is, more. It is purely semantics. Yeah, yeah, It is yeah. literally, this is a group of people who believe 
And that's the thing. For these people, again, I, I, I think it's what I find so interesting. Because it is taking the Bible that is very man, it's a man-made thing. Yeah. And it's so that means it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's taking this imperfect book. As like divine, divine scripture. And, and then also interpreting it in different ways. Yeah. With the Arian controversy and now Nestorianism and the future ones to come, these are all people who, who are looking at the Bible and they're all seeing it in a different perspective. And like, a, I guess, yeah, there's like a, a, a level of irony there of yep. like arguing over like this is an incorruptible and pure text or person as like we can't agree on how <laughs> <Yeah>. to properly <laughs> interpret what is supposed to be a incorruptible and divine text yeah yeah no uh that and it's it's something that a lot of christians today don't even realize mm-hmm. because they, they they don't know like uh, I've, I've known so many people who are christian and it's good yeah, yeah. but it's it's just like they don't know the history mm-hmm. of where they came from yeah because yeah. all they're taught is the faith ah, right yeah, yeah. which is fine but i think it's very important to know where you come from Especially when you're blindly following it, right? Yes, yeah. Right, like... But it's like, I I think there's almost a part where, like, the the faith in being faith, like, has to be taught like that. Yeah. Because if you learn that this thing that, like, you're supposed to just put your, like, I'm going to say blind faith, but more or less that's what faith is... Mm -hmm. Um, into has a history of like so many controversy, uh, like blood, violence, and mutilation, like, conflict, like broadly. Mm-hmm. It would then become much more complicated to um, both teach or like to teach, preach, and like trust and justify. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. But the damage had already been done. Nestorius didn't have legs to stand on at this point. Mm. The majority of people already believed the orthodoxy that Cyril was preaching, mm. right? And they also realized that the Pope recognized what he was saying. Yeah, and that's kind it's, of it's a, yeah. a bit of a nail in the coffin. It is. Now, Nestorius wouldn't gain the support that he needed and was often cursed out of the meetings, uh-huh. right? And, and chased out, basically. Yeah, yeah. Theodosius saw the way the wind was blowing and decided to side with Cyril and the Pope. Yeah, politically. Within, like, maybe, like, spiritually as well, but, like, politically, he's like, I can't side yeah. with Nestorius. So, Nestorius was, um, was, uh, stripped of his position of patriarch, uh, and sent to Antioch. Okay. To, to work in a very small, very secluded uh, monastery, mm. where he was forced to stay there. Within months, f- the, around the following meeting, 17 bishops who supported Nestorius's doctrines were removed from their seats. Oh, shit. Yeah. Even John of Antioch was, um, was uh, abandoned Nestorius's uh, uh, faith. Yeah, I mean, yeah, at that point, you kind of have to. Yeah, because right? if you if you realize that my whole career is going to be over, I will not win. Because a lot of this is political. Yeah, so I was going to gonna realize, say this. Right? Maybe maybe there's a there's like a again like this level of irony in that these like men of the cloth or men of faith like 
that supported Nestorius and were like, no, you're, this is like the correct way to preach this end up because of like political and careerist reasons to go like, actually, I believe the other guy, sorry. Yeah. And it was just saving your own skin, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it just, again, oh, that's, it proves... That's, that's kind of tragic. It, it, Nestorius' life is tragic. Oh, no. Right? Um, it wasn't long until Nestorius was all alone. But he never gave up. He was always preaching that his way was the correct way. Mm. He never faltered. Yeah. He would live another 20 years in obscurity. Uh, still attempting to preach his faith, but it was futile to the Roman Empire. He was that uh, one character in White Run who stands there and is yeah. like, "Oh, Talos! <laughs> oh, Jesus! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh, God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! There's Jesus, two. There's, yeah. there's actually there's two of two them. Of and there's what? What? There's a divine nature and a human nature yeah, with yeah. the Jesus right here, God right here. Yes, yes. Um, at the beginning of four five one, he would die alone after fighting as Damn. hard as he could. For what he believed in. Now, it wasn't long until Nestorianism was pushed down and ignored. But when 451 happened after the death of Nestorius, the, another council would take place. The Fourth Ecumenical Council. Okay. Where they doubled down that Nestorius was a heretic, <laughs> he sucks, and Nestorianism is dead. Fuck this dude. Yeah. Where is he? Can't even defend himself. Although... Nestorianism would survive in the Persian Empire. Oh, okay. Because there are a lot of Christians in the Persian Empire. Yeah, yeah. Right, obviously. There's a lot of Zoroastrians in the Roman Empire. Yeah, and I guess, like, word never... Or maybe if, like, word never got there, or... It did, but it's the Persian Empire. The Romans were enforcing that if you were Nestorianism, like, if you were a supporter of Nestorius, you had no future. Oh, okay. Persia wasn't. They didn't care. Oh, okay, okay. So you could openly believe what you want, right? Gotcha, gotcha. It would... uh, it would become the main version of Christianity in the capital of Tessaphon mm. and in the nearby city of Nisbis that we've, we've come across a couple yeah, times yeah. in our podcast. Um, these knock-on effects, though, throughout the Roman Empire would develop into another religious movement, a religious sect that, not next episode, but the episode after we'll get into. Okay. Monophysitism. Monophysitism. Yeah. Mono. Mono, being one. the key one one nature mm. right which is going to be going against the dual natures that are in one of orthodoxy okay right so monophysitism because of nestorianism is bubbling now and it is slowly growing in the background yes because nestorianism claimed that it yeah. was one nature that was both divine and human yep versus what is currently like trending in rome is that there are two natures, divine and human? Yeah, uh, it's, uh, or... opposite. Flip uh, those. Oh. Nestorius was arguing that there are two, two natures, natures divine, divine and, and human, human, that are separate from each other. In Jesus. In Jesus. In Jesus. He has the divine nature given to him by God, but he is a human. Yes. Okay. Where the other group thinks that the divine and human nature are combined into one nature. Like an, into like one an being. entangled nature. Yeah, into one being. Okay. Right? Okay. So it, it's, again, semantics, crazy. Um, but monophysitism would, would eventually start, and it's the last thing I'll say on it, a man would say, who died on the cross for us? Oh, shit. If Jesus was just a human, 
and he died on the cross, how could he forgive our sins? Uh, he is just a human. What gives him the right to forgive that, our sins? Uh, that, that feels like such a like trapped by your own logic. Yeah. Like so that that's bubbling. <laughs> but if but if actually if you say that there is uh, two natures who died on the cross for us and then they all just like take off their glasses and like drop their drink <laughs> like. <gasps> <laughs> um, now last thing on it. Yeah. Okay. Last thing. One uh, a fun fact. What for is you. becoming the last thing I see? Uh, that was just from a previous. Oh, okay, like, I, I was okay. like making notes at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The notes. <laughs> um, Nestorius perhaps would get the last laugh though. Because in modern day Asia, the biggest version of Christianity is Nestorianism. In Asia, especially in um, South Asia, like uh, the Eastern Asia as well. Like, uh, like uh, I'm so bad at geography. So through the Middle East, and then through to Thailand. I was gonna say like uh, like Philippines, Cambodia, yeah, all of them. Okay, okay, right. It, It is the most popular version of Christianity. In the majority of Asia, Nestorianism, okay, okay. right? So he didn't fight for nothing. If yeah. he, you think, I think if he gave up after, you know, after the council, the, yeah, yeah, it would have been it. But because of his 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 ability, his, his grit, his grit, yeah, his grind set. So yeah, and that is the story of Nestorius. Uh, broadly, I couldn't go into like how he, yeah, what yeah. he did other than the church. A thing. good introduction, yeah. And uh, I, I just had such a nice time reading about this whole confusing time period. And, and, <laughs> and we still got monophysitism, iconoclasm, all coming up in the uh, next few hundred years. I know years. the game iconoclasts. Probably similar. <laughs> probably, probably not. No, probably not. Um, yeah. But and yeah. we finally get to a Jeff that I, 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 I've been excited for for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And 13? We get 13. Ooh, okay. Uh, not, not for any, mainly because... I think 10, 11, and 12 are all dry. Okay. Uh, and I don't think 13 is dry, and then I love 14 and 15. Okay, okay. Uh, but again, like, I love them, but I'm also not going to be biased if they can't get in, they can't get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, after 13, starting with 14, up until the end of the series, this that we're getting to my favorite part. Okay. Because okay, cool. I prefer Byzantine history over Roman history. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I just think the medieval, it's so, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we're we'll going we'll to be able to focus in on a region because it's a big area to focus on the entire Roman empire. I'll show you a picture next week when the Jeff 13 gets to the end of the West and heads East. I'll show you a picture of the empire of Europe. And I guess real quick before we go, speaking of picture. Yeah. We need to look at Jeff, the bearded Jeff, the bearded who does actually have a beard. Oh yeah. Uh, tried to live up to the namesake a bit. He looks a little yoss, doesn't he? I was going to say, he looks like a little uh, grinder profile picture. Yeah, look at that. Look at that little eyebrow right there. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I know. Uh, and then, obviously, um, here's Nestorius. <laughs> oh, wow. He got that one commissioned, too? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, Looking a little yas. The good thing about this is you'll notice that they're standing here and then here in the real picture. Mm. Jeff 13's in the middle between them. Uh, I see. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Cool. No, it is my favorite picture with the background. One of my favorite pictures. I, I'm so looking forward to it. Looking forward to it then. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, also, I will say, after Jeff 15, we have Jeff the Unknown. Ah, cool. Who we have one line on. And he will be getting his own episode. Interesting. All right. And then because of that one line, <laughs> we will be focusing <laughs> on the rise of Islam. 
All right. Okay. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> because it's going to be the rise of Islam is massive in our yeah, story. Yeah. Right. Six hour episode. <laughs> Jeff the Unknown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, felt, it feels good to always come back and, and record some Jeff. Yeah. No, I was uh, missing it. I know. Me too. Yeah. But are you supposed to fill your kettle up that high? No idea. I think there's a line. I don't know if probably you're supposed to fill the kettle up that high. Regardless. <laughs> all right. That's everything from us this week. Yeah. Um, appreciate you listening and all of that. Uh, you can find us on a variety of podcatchers, probably the one that you want us on. Um, and YouTube one day. This YouTube is here one for day. posterity. Hey. Uh, I really hope we get to the end and we're still saying it. Yeah. <laughs> one day. Um, one day. One but, day. Or you can follow us we on... We only got uh, one day. One day. That's all we got. <laughs> or you can follow us on Twitter at PaxAmericasPod. P-A-X-A-M-E-R-I-C-U-S pod. Or individual Twitters. Mine is at AlsaTorek. A-L-S-A-T-O-R-E-C. And mine is uh, B-A Fawcett. F-A-W-C-E-T-T. And you can uh, follow the Facebook Totals Groupium page. Um, it, it's getting kind of hectic. Like it was last time, Crazy. Uh, and then the the Discord as well, the Totalis Rankium Discord. I realized that like you have to be a Patreon to 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 be a dis in the Discord. Yeah, yeah. So subscribe to Totalis Rankium's <laughs> dis uh, Patreon. Uh, you get all like the Roman Republic to get all your Jeff updates, all your Jeff updates live in the flesh. Um, <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, no. Uh, and then, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a fun time. And every, a lot of series are coming to an end, so there's a lot of conversations happening. Um, and then the intelligence speech just passed, so a lot of people are talking about that in there. Uh, and then the knockout rounds for Roman emperors uh, are, is also happening. Yeah. And I believe after they finish that, it's going to be pretty close to the American president's rounds. As yeah, because well. like, you were saying they were on like a... Yeah, they're about to be Clinton. Or... Clinton, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. about to do Clinton episode one. So, mm. yeah. All right. I think that's everything. There we go. Yeah. All right. And then um, until next time. Until next time. God and Jesus <laughs> are one and the same. <laughs> Wait. Isn't that against what all of us are arguing? <laughs> <laughs>